Adam. Hey, Steve. It's a new year. It's a new us. It's a... What? <laughs> I'm still the same. I don't know. You, you got you took the new year one, so I was like, uh, new year, new me? I'm the new same. New year, new us? I'm, I'm probably worse already than last year. I, yeah, I, I feel like I cruised right through 2020 into 2021, if yeah. that makes any sense. Just New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Uh, nothing... 2020 was nuts to say the least but new year's eve to new year's day specifically cruised right through it cruised i drank right through it good for you yeah it was fun anything of note yeah i uh i mean i've got all the regulars in in behind the bar but i did happen to get some weller 12 year bourbon have you tried it? Yet? Yeah, I had some on Christmas Eve. And it's the best I've ever thought. had. I love it. Oh, come on, really? Yes. All right, I'm getting in my car. I'm coming over to have some. Adam, I don't think you're ready for the mind-blowing experience that this is going to give you. Especially since I'll be outside on your uh, doorstep. I'll make a fire. In it in yeah, the negative I'll, degree weather. I'll make a fire. It's beautiful out. <laughs> okay. I've had okay. shorts on the past two days. It's really, yeah, it's really not that cold. Um, well, one thing that hasn't changed, our partnership with uh, the East Side and the East yeah, Side On. Absolutely. And you know what we're doing tonight. Continuing that partnership? We are. Uh, I mean, we're doing tonight, today, whatever time you're listening, that's what we're doing it. <laughs> And I'm excited to have the uh, owner of Von Trier on. I'm excited. Are you excited? Uh, beyond excited. Beyond excited. I, I am very excited for this historic occasion. Yes, it is historic. And we have Mark on the show. Mark, how are you? I am very well. Thank you, gentlemen. Mark, uh, I've... I'm a huge fan of Von Trier, first of all. Just let's get that out. And I, I'm sure um, Adam is too. But uh, I care less about Adam when we talk when we're on the show. So Yes, yeah, that's so very true. It doesn't really matter much. But uh, So we're super excited to learn more about everything that's going on and um, and just some background on, on Von Trier. Um, so happy to have you. Adam, this is, you're right, this is historic. This is... Von Trier has been a staple over there. And Oh um, yeah. I yeah. mean North and Farwell. And it's... I like the one one of the memories, guys, that sticks out in my head of being there is um <laughs> we stopped there between between the ceremony and the reception of a wedding. And uh we had the kids with us and they sat at the bar and had some root beer or some uh, kitty cocktails, but it was just the perfect place to be on a summer day between a, the, a reception uh, or a ceremony and a reception and hanging out. And Mark, I'm sure you get that a lot. Yeah, I was just going to say, surprisingly, we do get a lot of wedding parties in, in Von Trier. And it's, it's just that they're in between the the reception or in between the ceremony and the reception and um, 
whether it's the wedding party itself that has some memorable experience there that they want to quick reminisce before the wedding or yeah. they had couples come in that got married and then came in on their wedding day and said, Oh, we met here. So we had <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That is so cool. Um, so we, we do get a lot of wedding parties and, and it's fun. It's always fun. Cause of course the wedding day, everyone's in a great mood and partying. And yeah. Oh yeah. I, I would say it's probably because it's uh at least for me, I think it's a it's like the perfect vibe of a place. Like you can chill, you can you can, you know, get a little rowdy. It welcomes everyone in that respect. That's the east side. You know? <laughs> the, east side the east side celebrates diversity. Yes. And uh and Voncher does so as well. I mean, you can come in and have a conversation or like you said, if you can get a little rowdy, you can <laughs> watch a football game or watch an old movie. We yeah. have them both on, you know, so it's uh, very diverse. So, uh, Mark, where we usually start is we, uh, uh pretend that, uh, the audience has never heard of you or Von Trier. And I mean, certainly they've never heard of Adam or me. So we, that's a given, but, um, <laughs> we pretend that, the, you know, they've never heard of you. And so what's sort of the high level background, your story here to owning Von Trier and then just the background of uh, the place itself. So my background, I've been in the bar business industry for over 20 years, pretty much of, of those 20 years, 18 of them or so as an, as an owner, I did uh, act as a general manager, just a minority owner of one place at one time, but mm -hmm. uh, opened my first place in West Dallas in 1997. And uh, just kept kind of parleying that from there um, up until the purchase of Montreal. I have some other places right now. Unfortunately, recently, due to the pandemic, had to permanently close Jackson's Blue Ribbon Pub. Oh, uh, man. Oh, no. Yeah, um, that was a great yeah. place. Yeah, that was a really great place as well. And that's kind of the motif of my places. They're all very historic, um, either in a historic building or the place itself has a bunch of history. Because uh -huh. um, another place I have is called the Red Mill Inn in uh, Brookfield. Okay. And that's that's been sure. continuously licensed since 1935. Wow. Um, but Von Trier... Uh, my history with Von Trier itself, it's really kind of funny. The place, my history kind of came full circle when I bought Von Trier. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with the story of Carl, the founder of Von Trier. No, uh, I am not. Nope. It's a crazy, interesting story. And people can look it up. They could Google uh, a Milwaukee Magazine article that was, printed years ago and then just recently reprinted about two years ago. But Carl founded the place in 1978 and he was kind of a mean old guy. <laughs> and uh, He was actually murdered. He was closing the bar one night and he lived in a duplex just a block away on Murray street, a couple blocks. Yeah. And he was going in his back door at three 30 in the morning and he got shot right in the stomach with a crossbow. Oh my gosh. And he passed. He died. And they, no one was ever charged. 
Mm-hmm. No one was ever, there's no charges ever brought for his murder. Um, there's a lot of speculation, but the, one of the guys who inherited the place, one of two guys was a lifelong friend of my father's. And we called him Zebby. And my dad said, well, we got to go down and visit Zebby. He took over this place called Von Trier. <laughs> and I was 18 years old. And the legal drinking age back then was 18. So I went in there and I had a Weiss beer. It was the number one selling Weiss beer bar in the, I think, in the state at that time. Oh, wow. And uh, I went in and instantly fell in love with the place. Like, just. Like it was home for me. Mm-hmm. It was like for whatever reason, I was just so attracted to the place, the the decor, the ambiance, and then it didn't hurt that there was this uh, beautiful server that worked there <laughs> named Mary. <laughs> and I that always kept helps. Going back, kept going back to see Mary, <laughs> and uh, yeah, then I mean I hung out at the place for years, and then just kind of drifted away from it. And uh, when John Sidoff, he was the John and Cindy, the previous owners, he reached out to me, you know, less than two years ago now and said, um, I am for sure retiring this time. <laughs> You're on a short list of people that I want to show the place to. Are you interested? That was on a Thursday. And I said, yes, can I meet you on Sunday? I met him at nine o'clock on Sunday morning and walked out at 11 a.m. with a deal. Oh, wow. And because um, I knew he, he really made a favorable deal for us. Um, he wanted whoever took it over to succeed. Um, and I knew if I didn't take advantage of the deal immediately, someone else would come along and, and do it. So right. I made, I made the deal sort of on the spot. And I walked out of the place and I called my dad right away. And I said, <laughs> Dad, you're not going to believe what I just bought. <laughs> yeah, can, you, can you give me a clue? <laughs> I said Von Trier he's like and and Zebby has since passed since then too and he goes oh my gosh he goes Zebby's got to be rolling in his grave right now <laughs> so, but uh, a great place with a ton of history Carl was a really interesting individual he was from Trier Germany hence the name Von Trier sure and for several for several years he went to Germany to uh, bring back artifacts from Trier because he really wanted the place to remind him of a of a German beer hall in his hometown. So a lot of the things that are in there are authentic German artifacts, um, relics from Germany. Wow. And then, of course, the uh, very famous, Milwaukee famous at least, um, Elk Chandelier. Yeah. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. That is very Milwaukee, at least Milwaukee famous, if yeah. not just famous in general. Yeah. Because that's that's hilariously that's whatever whenever we talk about Von Trier, somebody always says something about the chandelier. Yeah. <laughs> not like ninety nine percent of the time, it's always about the the chandelier, and you're like, yeah, yeah, that's the place. You know it. You know yeah. it. And that chandelier is an amazing piece of history in itself, commissioned by uh, Frederick Pabst himself and once hung in the Pabst Mansion. And they were gonna tear the Pabst Mansion down. They had an auction, Carl bought the chandelier. And then the friends of Pabst were organized and saved the mansion. 
and they wanted it back and Carl said, no way, nope. you can't have it. <laughs> and it's been hanging in Von Trier ever since. I like that but, uh, stand your ground yeah. mentality. Yeah. Nah, I'm keeping it. Yeah, it's mine. Um, yep. Mark, we, we usually ask, you know, especially with the past uh, year, um, you know, what, what have been the most challenging and most fun parts of owning whatever place we're talking about. I'm just curious, though, with everything you've said, um, did you feel any, I don't know if pressure is the right word, but did you feel anything like that in taking over this place that just has this, like, solidified, uh, like, like vision in people's heads that so many Milwaukeeans have been there and hung out and for so long? I don't know for me if I really felt pressured, but I knew right away um, that we would not change it from Von Trier. Mm-hmm. There were other, there were other people, um, you know, I won't mention names or organizations, but there were other interested parties. Two of the main parties that were really had heavy interest in the place were their plans were to immediately change it from Von Trier. And um, when I came in, I said one of the things I, I would not change it from Von Trier. It is just such a east side landmark, and I feel such an important part of that landscape that mm-hmm. there's just no desire whatsoever on my part to change it from Von Trier. It's just, uh, I don't know. I think it's, it, uh, I just feel that whole intersection. It's gone through so much change already. Right. I think that intersection would just, I don't know, it just wouldn't be the same without Von Trier there. What things have you done or have are you thinking of doing that might just give it a little updating? Well, the big thing that we did was build a brand new kitchen. So we relocated the two restrooms that are in the back. There's two. So another thing about that building that's pretty interesting that probably the average customer doesn't know but it's actually two separate buildings. So when you go from the front bar area to the back room, you're mm-hmm. actually entering a separate building. There's actually an, uh, a walkway, so to speak, between the two buildings that are now roofed over. So if you go on our patio and look in this door, you can still see the outside of both of those buildings. There's two restrooms in the front building and there's two restrooms in the back building we took those two previously existing restrooms and moved them across a hallway to a little alcove so we could run the kitchen all the way to where those two bathrooms were. Okay. We, so we greatly expanded the kitchen, um, put in a real uh, hood ventilation system, which was, did not exist previously. Um, and we're able to, we added a full, a full line, so to speak, uh, deep fryers, charbroilers, flat grill, oven, the whole works. Um, so that was going to be our biggest change was really stepping up the food at the location. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, it literally was probably 50 days or so after the kitchen opened that the shutdown occurred. Oh, man. So we're still working on... You know, we really haven't had a chance to really showcase the kitchen and and the food and what we can really do. So that was going to be the biggest change is just uh, 
didn't really want, I'm, I had no interest in making it in a German restaurant by any means, but um, I did want to add a Friday fish fry because that's, you know, vintage Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, that's totally a Milwaukee thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then with a little German flair on it, and then some, you know, we have a variety of sausages, and, uh, you know, we do have some schnitzel and things like that, some some German dishes, and then, of course, wings and burgers, your traditional bar food. So that, that was going to be the biggest change, because um, it would also allow us to do more parties, you know, small, mm-hmm. you know events, private events, so to speak, birthday parties, anniversary, retirement, whatever the case. Um, if, if you don't have a good food offering, it's hard to attract those kind of groups. Mark, a lot of um, our guests have favorite hot spots around Milwaukee that they enjoy going to when they're not uh, <laughs> working their butts off, right. owning their own business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are there some? Are there a few spots in Milwaukee that either you're missing right now, or you're excited that you still get to uh, experience? Obviously, with this pandemic, it's just I don't get to get out as much as I used to. Um, but I also have two eight-year-old girls at home, so. Um, but I do still make it quite regularly uh, because I live very nearby to O'Donoghue's in Elm Grove. But as far as the east side, I mean, I like going to Hacienda. Um, they've got oh, yeah. really good beer. I was really glad to see that addition to the east side neighborhood. And I, you know, I try and get around downtown when mm-hmm. I can. Adam, I, you don't know this, but I just, I just drive over to your house and uh, park in front of it. <laughs> oh, that's weird. Cool, yeah. man. No biggie. That, that's your hot spot in Milwaukee? That's my newest hot spot. The, the front of my house Sometimes I take snow. some photos. <laughs> I just send them to myself. <laughs> hey, Mark. Um, if uh, I guess you mentioned the kitchen's going, not uh, how you planned, of course. And I think that's could be said for a lot of places yeah. uh, currently. But um, how, how are things working now? Like, can people order curbside or, 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 you know, how do they interact with uh, Von Trier right now? Um, they can call in orders. We will bring them all curbside. Um, most people are just coming in to get the orders. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. But certainly if someone's not comfortable with that, we will absolutely bring it out to curbside. Um, it can just be a little bit of a challenge on the east side of course yeah Um, but we do have a city parking lot right behind us so we just kind of queue people up in that parking lot oh nice Uh, but we are serving you know dine-in people can also come in and and, you know we're very very safe and clean and social distanced and you know doing everything that we're supposed to do um you know i might mention that (laughs) most of it is what a good restaurant and bar tavern does anyway right. without a pandemic. Right. <laughs> um, but we're, we're taking all the precautions necessary and we are safe and uh, people can still dine in. But if that's not your comfort level, then of course carry out um, or curbside. We, well, we don't participate in any of the delivery services because I've found that it's just, 
ends up not being a good representation of your product. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I, I yeah. think, I think, very, it, yeah, that's a very, that's a very good point. Yeah. It happens a lot. Yep. So yeah. if, uh, it, it sounds like people can go online, check the menu, give a, give you guys a call or stop in or, so what are the other good ways for them to sort of stay connected uh, with Von Trier overall, like on the socials or anything? Yeah, we're on Facebook and then Von Trier's, it's, uh, it's actually within, for the uh, website, it actually, ha- even though it's Von Trier, um, our website is vontriers.com because uh, we weren't able to get Von Trier way back and whenever... Somebody Literally. snatched up Von Trier too fast. Yeah, somehow. Yeah. So Bastards. it's uh, vontriers.com, and we do we are on Facebook um, as well. And, uh, yeah. But, you know, we're – it's always been a place where you can really just come in, kick back, relax, listen to music, but without having to scream mm-hmm. to have a conversation – it's always been a real just kind of chill vibe um, with fantastic beer. And, uh, you know, we, uh, I would argue that we for sure have the best German beer collection in the city. And, uh, Oh yeah. And I would put our old fashioned pretty much up against everyone, (laughs) anyone. Um, So, you know, for me, the best is still, come on out and visit us. And again, I know that's not everyone's comfort level right now, and that's understandable. Uh Um, But we are open, and we are serving food. And uh, again, if that's not your comfort level, we'd be happy to put something together for you to go. Yeah, you know, I've I've gone there after playing a show. I've I've gone there just to hang out with a friend. I've gone there between wedding things, like I said. And for me, Mark, um, Vontra always has been that place to chill, sort of slow down for a minute and uh, enjoy the time you have with the people you're with. Yes, that's exactly what we're about. That's a great way to put it. Yeah, I really appreciate that, even if it's with Adam sometimes. Yeah, yeah. very funny. Yeah. Plus, <laughs> the German beer... <laughs> German beer is by far... Of all the crazy beer and craft... Uh, breweries that i visit and everything german beer always feels i don't know what it is but it always feels like home it always it's always just like so delicious well awesome uh mark this was really cool i i love the stories it feels like uh um and adam you know like we could sit and have a beer with mark and just talk through these stories like the whole night (laughs) I know we went from everything from uh, hey the kitchen's open to the original owner was murdered yeah <laughs> and, and back again yeah <laughs> it's a, it was a wild ride I love it I love it and <laughs> and and I hope it gives um it's hard to do it over a podcast but if it gives the audience just some appreciation for this place and its history and um and how it keeps rocking and rolling that's that's good. It, it really is an amazing place with all the authentic stained glass and, you know, the mug collection and, mm-hmm. and, and everything in there. It's just, it, it really is a pretty, 
a very, very nice establishment. I'm very proud to be a part of it. Um, and we have an amazing staff. Yeah. The staff is, is very knowledgeable, very friendly. Um, they, they get service, they get customer service. Um, and it's just a, it's a fun place to be. Absolutely. Um, what, whether I owned it or not, it's definitely a place where I'd be <laughs> bellied up at the bar time and again. Oh, so. amen. <laughs> well, Mark, this was awesome. Thanks for joining us. Adam, thank you as well, as always. You bet. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. You got it. Uh, Adam. Steve, should we meet at Von Trier after this? <laughs> <laughs> if I could drive, I would. If I could drive, I would too. <laughs> I guess we'll just have to wait till tomorrow. All right. And now. Milwaukee's own Black Belt Theater. 